Hello, Internet, and welcome to Only Lovers Book Club, where I get together with my fellow Golden Girls, and we read romance and erotica sometimes, <laughs> and we get together and we talk about it. So we take turns, and for the month of April, it was my pick, and I decided to choose the first graphic novel that we're reading that we've ever read and like i'm surprised it took me this long to pick something however uh here it is it's smut peddler silver for more seasoned um for more seasoned kind of love so this is uh a publisher's iron iron circus comics um and mostly they do they've done their printings using kickstarter so anytime like they had and i have, i have all of the smut peddlers um i think i started with my monster boyfriend and then i don't remember what came after that my monster boyfriend you have sex, a robot one right sex machine that's the i have the, i actually have that one here the other are the others are back in puerto rico but every time one came out i love this like holographic cover Every time one came out, I had to have it. I had to buy it and sorted past because of the supply chain um, situation. It has not arrived, but I have the, the PDF. And so, yeah, I decided I wanted to choose Silver for us to read. I don't regret it. Um, and so let me read to you uh, what it's about, and then we can just, we can begin. The Smut Peddler series of erotic anthologies is back again. And this time, it's all about mature love. This collection offers 14 tales of May-December romance, silver foxes, and sophistication, aging gracefully together, and sexy nights with steel-haired sweeties. We've been at this a long time, and trust us, a little experience makes all the difference. So that's what it says on the, on the back of the anthology. And I honestly love this cover. I love all the silver and bronze and gold, but I prefer, I really love this person who I'm assuming is just, you know, either me or, you know, anybody looking fantastic in their oldies. And then Jeff Goldblum, like, <laughs> that's my picture. And so because uh, sometimes reading anthologies, I think is a little bit difficult to do for book club because I prefer reading anthologies. If I can just like pick up the book, flip through, pick something, put it back down. And so that can be a little tedious when you have to read so many. And I think that that's why we haven't had a lot of luck reading anthologies before. I, I will say this is my favorite anthology, surprisingly enough, that we've read um, in book club. Because we have, you're right, it's the first comic one, but we've read other anthologies or mm -hmm. attempted to. Okay, this is also the only anthology I've read straight through for book club and not skipped any stories. Exactly. So we've uh, we had that Pets in Space one at one point. Yeah. There was there was a couple. I would I would count that um, Choose Your Own Adventure one as kind of an anthology too. I think Pets in Space I did not read. I didn't well, read we, all of them. We only read like one story. No, we couldn't get through it. It it wasn't it wasn't it just wasn't our jam, and you know. <laughs> Yeah. Even though Pets in Space sounds awesome. Sounds awesome, but it just I don't know, it just didn't it didn't work and mm -hmm. it was too much of a slog to make it through all of the stories. So I was nervous about picking this, but I also knew yes, it was going to be graphic novels, so it wouldn't be super hard to get through, but also I devised this handy dandy interactive activity, so 
I created a presentation on Canva for all of us to download and to go rating stories as we read them so that we, we could, you know, decide which ones were our ultimate favorites and we could remember them all. So you could take notes and then you could rate them on story, art, and spicy factor. So, you know, you could give it five stars if it was incredible and then you yourselves average out what were your favorites, what were your least favorites, and what worked for you and what didn't. So we can talk about all of those things. So, yeah. Um, yeah, and honestly, like now, I kind of want to do more of that. Like I'm not a person who usually takes notes as I go, but that was so much fun. I loved like rating it and I love being able to write my comments and thinking about them in those three different ways. Like I, it really worked for me. I really like the canvas slides. Oh my goodness. Okay, cool. So maybe I, I don't know. I don't know if it'll work because we don't do art for like every single one. But maybe we'll devise some sort of rating system like as we go. Who knows? We'll see. The reason that I decided for this one, I think it was a group effort. I was like, which one would you like to read? But I was hoping we would read this one because I just don't have a lot of like erotica that includes people over 50 years old. <laughs> uh, and I think that that's that's interesting. I kind of want to get into it and I want to know your guys' overall impressions. Uh, Drea can go first because Drea's wearing a fantastic wig for today's hangout. If if you're just listening, she's wearing, you know, she's wearing this long, like covered the boobs type gray hair and a vintage dr long sleeve dress. I don't know. Tashai, yeah. you can add notes. <laughs> things that I'm missing I don't know uh fashion um but if I miss any descriptors please uh insert here <laughs> I think I think you captured it it's a long flowing curly silver wig atop a vintage floral pattern flattering cut dress yeah it is very good and it it, is. and this is from this is from Asusena Vintage on mm. Instagram um I wore it in my latest reel too but then you were referencing your younger you. Oh, so this is older. You've come full circle. Oh my god, full circle. <laughs> uh, I didn't wear anything like costume-wise for the hangout, but I did wear. I tried to wear like all of my like horny pins, you know. So I put like "Stay Horny" from and "Yes, Yes, Yes" from EXO Afterglow. This is a D twenty pin that says "Suck It." Lots of sucking happened in this uh, anthology, and then I have one that's a book. It's called "Book of Smut." which is so pretty uh, and bookmarked, as you can see. So <laughs> I thought it was appropriate. When we said, when I said, we're reading a erotic <laughs> comic book, erotic graphic novel anthology. What was your, you know, what was, what did you think was going to happen? And what were your impressions after reading? Okay. I'll be honest. My first reaction was like, great. Now, instead of just reading about the liquids, I'm going to have to see the liquids. <laughs> and I did. I did see a lot of liquids in this book. <laughs> but it did pleasantly surprise me. I, If you've been following us for a while, you know that I am not really team smut. <laughs> I'm I'm here for for more of like the story and the characters and and oftentimes um, in book selections made by certain book club members, I skip a lot of the sex scenes. 
Um, but I was honestly, I was very, very pleasantly surprised. I really liked, like I genuinely liked several of the stories. Like this wasn't one of those anthologies where I'm like, Ooh, that one story was great. And then the others were all like, blah, like, no, like I had some favorites, but like, there were also some like solid ones in there too. There were very few that I flat out didn't like. Um, and I think honestly, that comes down a lot to the editing that went into this. Like they picked really good artists and really good writers. Um, so I think the anthology editors just did a really good job of um, just bringing it all together. Like I was really into a lot of the art. Um, I was really into a lot of the stories and they were all very, very short. Um which helped, I think, get through it very quickly. And there weren't like too many stories. So it's not like you're reading 50 stories and by the end you won't remember a single one. Um, there weren't like that many. And I think Chris's um, classification, you know, slides really made it extra engaging for me. But yeah, I was not thrilled about this when Chris first brought it up. Um, I wasn't thrilled about any of the smut peddler <laughs> options. I was just like, eh, whatever we read. <laughs> uh, but I'm really glad we went with this one because, yeah, I don't think I've, same as what Chris was saying, like, I don't think I've read a lot of romance that's over 50 or honestly, even like over like 35. Like, I feel like that's kind of like the cutting off-ish age for most of the romances we read in book club where it's like they're either really young or they're in their 30s you know and kind of like young professionals or whatever <laughs> like us <laughs> um but yeah sorry I rambled on for a while but I did I did really like it and I wasn't expecting to like it that much that's nice to hear um what about you Tash what what uh what did you think was gonna happen and uh what ended up being your impressions after reading the anthology I don't know that I really had any specific expectations just because I don't read graphic novels that often. Like I used to be super into manga, but like that was in the past. Um, I've seen the the smut peddlers before because I'd like seen them in your house and had like browsed through them. So I, I understood what they were. Yeah, they're just in the living room for like anyone to peruse. <laughs> Hanging out, I'd be like watching TV and I'd glance at the bookshelf and be like, what's that? Sex robot, what's going on? What is this? Um, but I didn't really have any expectations just because I didn't know what like the parameters for the stories were gonna be or like what the, because I, I had no pre-existing understanding of what was going to be in this, then I just kind of was like, all right, let's read through and see. And there were some stories I thought were super cute and some drawing styles that I really liked. And there were one or two that I was like, yeah, okay, this is fine. Like that I wasn't necessarily super impressed by, but I appreciate anthologies because it really is just kind of like, palo gusto los colores, like there's a little bit of something for everybody. And I think that that's, you know, there's a lot of value in, in that kind of content just because there's less chance of people just like not finding something that they're into and, and feeling like they aren't being catered to or like their specific preferences aren't being reflected in some form of medium. But no, I thought it was fun. I, I liked that it was super easy to read through. I think I read it in like, I think I split it between like two or three days just because 
I was at home with my family. And so I kind of had to like wait for people to not be near me because I, I was like reading it on my phone too, which kind of sucks. Cause I definitely didn't get um, the full impact of like the quality of the, of the illustrations. Um, I think if this had been in an actual book, it would have been like really nice to look at the different art styles. So I kind of just, you know, got like a fraction of whatever the experience would have been just based on what I had access to at the time, but it was fun. It was like a fun little, fun little thing to dip my toe into while I was like surviving <laughs> my adventures in, in Puerto Rico. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it's cute. It's always like, I think it would be a fun like gift to give somebody if you have a friend who is like into, um, like being open about sex and is like open to this kind of stuff. I think it's like a fun little, not like a coffee table book, but like if you have a party and you have people coming over, I think it's, it is like a conversation starter. If you have some of these in the table, cause that's like kind if of you're like fun. me and you have all of them, just like have them spread out on the table. Yeah, just <laughs> Choose like your own adventure. Easter egged throughout the apartment, just like spread among, among things um but no i thought it was fun i thought it was i thought it was cute yeah yeah <laughs> people just take a really long time to use your bathroom awesome well i'm glad that you guys enjoyed it i was i knew i was taking a risk you know uh i always feel like i'm taking a risk when it's something that i that i really like um and i don't want to i don't want to hear any pushback you know but also, I just know, like, I know what your preferences are. So I just, I just want to make sure that we can at least find some common ground as opposed to like, I hate this, but you know, whatever. We read the fourth horseman book and I feel like we all just grew, you know, in general. It's it's definitely not the kind of thing that I like actively seek out. It's not like I'm Googling like, um, older people plus erotica plus novels. Like I'm not out there looking for it. Like I said, I watch a lot of Lifetime, Shonda Rhimesy. Like I'm all for people hooking up. Like when you walk into a used bookstore, mm -hmm. or when you walk into a Barnes and Noble, and you're just like perusing the romance aisles, there's definitely like a certain age mm -hmm. that is most prominent on book covers. Yeah, and you know what? It's it's I'm in I'm in my mid thirties, like thirty four. So I find also. Like I find myself, my demographics changing too. Like for example, uh, I read these books by uh, Ursula Vernon, also known as T. Kingfisher, and the it's one of, it's this one that I had mentioned before, like the Paladin series. All of these um, characters are like in their way in their thirties and forties. As and, you know, I thought the pa the premise was cool, but like the reason I bought the books was because I'm like, fuck yeah, give me some old people, fuck it. <laughs> very excited and i'm like i find that i have like maybe a little less patience for mid early mid 20s shenanigans i just maybe just am not that into it you know <laughs> i think that one of the things that this anthology did for me was that it really was like very affirming as uh someone who at one point didn't think that they were gonna grow to an older age kind of like aspire mm -hmm. to be an older queer person that still has you know uh fulfilling relationships, fulfilling sexual relationships. And it's it's good to 
for me at least to see those things and sometimes i get turned off by mainstream media when they depict like older people because of the reaction of, of the other people like i wish it would just mm -hmm. be cool i wish it would just be chill with everybody you know yeah. and in some cases like in grace and frankie it's not always like ew all the time like the other characters you know get get into it you know they 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 get with the program but i think that it i wish that that still wasn't the knee-jerk reaction so i do i do appreciate this this anthology for that i'm sure other things will come up as we're discussing but i really just kind of want to talk about you know like, what were your favorite stories like what what stories got the best ratings for you uh overall and you can mention as many as you like it's, it's fine I mean, I definitely had one that was like the all time winner above them all, like no contest. It was one of those things like I know you guys get like mad when I like read a book and I'm like, this is going to win this award at the end of the year. And you're like, you don't know that. <laughs> it was kind of like that in this book. This was like story number three. And I read it and I literally wrote in the comments, my favorite forever in all caps, because I just knew that no other story. Would yes, the chore. The <laughs> chore. Um, I mean, listen, give me like mountain man with a farm who does like taxidermy with like animals that he finds. I mean, I was, I was hooked from the start and I thought that their like sex scenes were like super spicy. Um, the art was also my favorite art. So, so really all of it, it had my favorite story, my favorite art and my favorite like spicy scenes all in one and so yeah there were many that i liked but that was just the number one star i would have read that whole novel if it was a novel that was that was really cute i loved the <laughs> art in that one this is mm -hmm. the chore by yeah. uh reaper sun i i agree with you that the chore was it's, it's just it has it all and if you haven't um like, if like you, I would have picked that book for Only Lovers Book. And there's extra art, like at the end of the book, like you can see mm -hmm. like extra art of them here. And yeah, no, I'm down for uh, a really, uh... my favorite thing is when, when in the story, when they're like, ah, my knee, like, oh, don't you dare break my hip doing that. Yeah, they were just like, you know, like opposite kind of in every way. And I just, I just love that, you know? Oh, this is great. I would have read way more. Okay. I'm going to look up the um, author to see like what else they have. What else they got going on? Maybe they have yeah. like, maybe they have their own web comic or they have like a yeah, Twitter yeah. account, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. So I gave five stars to a couple on like the story level. So I think my top stories ended up being um, A Pinch of Rosemary because that one was just like really sweet. And I like and I'm the. Not, I'm not gonna lie, Drea's like cosplay right now is giving me a pinch of rosemary vibes. Like you look like yeah. someone from that that story. Yeah, like I'm just making the little food, and the neighbor comes in, and they're so friendly, and like I just thought the design and the tone of it was like really fun and really sweet. Um, and then my other like top pick, I think, was Wet Dog, because that one was just like just so sweet too. Um, I think, I think that's what ended up kind of making the difference for me with these stories was like, I appreciated the ones that have like, that had something like sweet to it along with the erotica, because 
I'm kind of like, eh. If if it didn't feel like the the relationship was like fun or like, eh, like I don't know. They're, I think the ones that were like sweeter were the ones that I ended up appreciating more because it felt like a fuller story was being told. Like the ones that were more just like a scene of people hooking up, I kind of like, okay, like that's fine. Like if the spice was nice, like cool. If the design was cool, like whatever. But story-wise, like there were a couple that had like a fuller story going on and those I liked a lot more. Even um, Rivals was just like a sh like these like repeated scenes kind of happening, but it had this like much bigger story going on. And it also had this like very kind of huge epic like oh my god like warrior story so that one was probably like my third favorite so i think i think it would probably be like story wise it'd be like wet dog pinch of rosemary and then rivals because it's like it just felt like there was a lot more happening behind the scenes like i could have seen this becoming a larger story and like continuing on so i think those were like my top picks i i think like i feel like wet dog would be like a mini series that I would absolutely watch. You know what I mean? Where you just have like this mm -hmm. slow, yeah, like this slow burn. Like we always meet at the dog park and we're like awkward. And then like the kid is helping them out. Like, oh my God, reading the reading dating profile, like while they're there, yeah, being like, oh, yeah. I see that you well, like. Well, wouldn't uh... watch the dating show though. Like kids setting up their parents who are older, who maybe their spouses died or who. They just hadn't, you know, aren't in a relationship right now. Like, wouldn't you watch that dating show? And, like, the dates are always in dog parks or something. Like, that'd be so cute. Yeah, I thought that that one was just such – it felt like such a grounded story. Like, just so real and, like, whimsical, but, like, just in a super, like, realistic way. And, um, yeah, that was, that was definitely – the only reason I went with – the chore as my top one because I rated wet dog also five stars for the story and the art but ultimately I liked the sex scenes in the chore better just like me personally um I hate shower sex so it's just like sorry it's like that's never gonna do it for me um, <laughs> so I'll, honestly that's the only thing that like brought it down you know so <laughs> I'm there. I'm right there with you. Listen, I was like, like I already don't like fluids, and now you're gonna put the fluids in fluids. Yeah. <laughs> but however, I will say that I do like that the character was like, oh, I really. They were like, I really like the feeling of the water all over me. So it was part of their, you know, it was part yeah, of their worked, thing. Like it, it wasn't for them. Yeah, it worked for them. I'm just like, why would you get yourself wetter than you absolutely? Yeah, that's you. You guys are of of, of two minds. Oh, sorry, of separate <laughs> minds of this. But um, in the in the story, they they really enjoyed the feeling of water. And I, I don't do like shower like sex either. I I thought the sex in the chore was better, but I thought that the overall like depth of story was just stronger for for wet dog yeah i think that wet dog is a really strong story but i also think that it has the best i think it has the best of everything i think it's actually the best story in the anthology and i, I it's it wasn't my favorite but i do think it's the best story because i think it has like a diversity like the characters look old so that's one thing that like not all the stories have mm -hmm. some of the some of the characters some of the artists like they didn't do at least in my opinion, a great job in just like 
making the characters look older. They do look, some of them look young with like a couple of lines and like changing their hair. And I'm like, this guy looks 20. What are you talking about? I um, will say I though that like, I think we definitely have certain expectations of what we think old looks like. Mm -hmm. um, Cause I, yeah, I feel like the closer I get like, like I'm, I'm in my thirties, but I work with a lot of people who are in their like fifties and sixties, like at my work and they range from looking like they're just a few years older than me, you know, that to looking like they could be my parent. And it's, it's wild to me, right? Like how all of our bodies age so differently. Yeah. And I do get what you're saying that they just, they look like what I imagine mm -hmm. most people would look like at that age. But I do, I do try to like not be like too judgy about that because, you know, like some bodies are just, especially like if you like super work out, then, you know, your muscles are not, you, you, yeah. your body's not going to be as like saggy or like. Yeah, but your balls you are, will be, your balls will yeah. be saggy. <laughs> hey, I, I'm not going to, I've seen like, listen, balls. I'm like well aware that both of your skins are going to look way better mm -hmm. than mine because you are so much better about skincare than I am. And like, you're so diligent about your moisturizers and your sunscreens. And like, um, so, you know, you're just like, oh, we'll see. Cabinets of products. Yeah, no, I, I'm not, I, I do think that I do I get what you're saying yeah. and but I do think that I do think that no there weren't enough saggy balls in this like <laughs> I guess I, I wasn't looking at the genitals too closely I mean I, I was oh, I was yeah. I'm not saying that the the comic wasn't hot but I do think that there's a difference between like balls on someone that's like in their early 30s and then like someone in their 60s all bodies are different at all bodies okay. right yeah but, i will say i i have no knowledge of of balls yeah so but balls you. tits at thighs ass like those like the way that your body looks it just it does look a it looks a little different and mm -hmm. i'm gonna say i'm gonna choose an example i'm gonna say like uh and romancing the reverend for example the very first one yeah. like mm -hmm. they are they they they're shown young and then they're showed like as they're older and i'm like okay they look kind of the same it's just a, a minor I also wondered at, like what what the um what the benchmarks were like how old did you have to be to be able to be in this anthology right well some of them were like may december where like one is young and the other one's much You're older. right but i was like does 50 count or yeah. does you know what I mean? because i feel like even between 50 and 60 like that's like a huge jump and so well, I mean, we're all dead after 30 so <laughs> but I, I was wondering that as i read through the stories like what the um like what were the instructions yeah. given to the, to the writers i do think listen i do think that our book club is going to be wildly famous when we're all <laughs> like in our 60s and still doing romance book club uh um uh, we're gonna get we're gonna get our own talk show i mean we'll see we'll see uh, Living the dream. God. Uh, to finish up what I was saying about wet dog is that I do think that the characters look older. Their bodies, they're like fat bodies too. So I thought that that was, I'm not saying that all the characters needed to be fat. I just appreciated just how hot and intimate it was, despite all these things that I guess mainstream media would tell you is not like a fat body and old body. And it's not like it didn't have like big dicks in it. It's like, this is what my body looks like now. And this is how I can achieve orgasm. This is how you can help me achieve orgasm. Or this is how you can help me, you know, feel the most pleasure or whatever. And I, I think that that story 
had it all. Like it had a good depiction of what I would want my sex life to look like or, or to be. Not the shower sex, <laughs> not too dangerous. But um, but everything else, like my body it being different and maybe having like different sets of limitations and just like just the way that I just go about getting off might not be the same as I it will not be the same. And I think that wet dog like encompassed that. And it had a little bit of humor too. And uh <laughs> with the with the with the daughter being like, Yeah, there's only one bathroom. So if you don't <laughs> mind finishing up your shower fuck session and <laughs> letting me be. Um, which is which is less cringy than the stuff you watch on TV where the child would be like, oh God, Jesus Christ. Because that child was like trying to set them up and was like, yeah. So, Yay, uh, congrats. But I have to pee. So like, <laughs> get out of there. <laughs> Wet Dog was one of my favorites, but it wasn't my ultimate favorite. Uh, Rivals <laughs> was absolutely my favorite story because I found Emily that. Favorite. It, because of course, you know me, I the more unhinged, the better. <laughs> They're, it's like the, these gods. Like it was very much like gods in it Olympus was, battling was, across time and space. It had humor, right? It had humor. It had uh, trans bodies, you know, like or you know, it had violence. There was so magic. much violence, and uh, and then it was hilarious. It was like, oh, do it again, <laughs> and uh, you know me. You know the kind of the, the genres I. It enjoy. was like it felt. It felt like um, like anime fanfic. Like I literally, my comment next to that story on the Canva slide was, "I need some Shira erotic fanfic." Because now I really, I really wanted that with um, what's their name? The the like bad lady who like raises them and then like oh oh um oh i forgot her name i forgot forgot you know what i'm talking about like like yes i want her to be one of them (laughs) yes yeah i i see that so rivals i think it had a lot like a good sexy factor i think it Mm -hmm. was really queer i love that i love that shit like that unexpected just like okay what's happening right now and then it was funny and uh, the funny, the funny stories were really effective to me. And I think that all of them have a little bit of funny, you know, I think one of them just has like no humor. It's a very serious story. Um, everybody else has like a little bit of humor in it. Um, every, Wait, every they're, they're all queer, right? Almost all of them. No, not all of them. At oh, least, I, I mean, I don't want to say like they're not all queer. But but some of them are, are just which was not. yeah 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 no yeah you're right there were a couple Round but I think like majority of them were queer yeah the majority of them were queer there was two at least I mean I don't want to make assumptions but yeah that's yeah, true that's true two. let me just say by the way because we were talking about like the representation of like aging and stuff Andrea my goal is to look like the lady from Behold Her that's my goal that's why I moisturize that story is hot. Well, that, not much of a story, but that was that was a hot one. Uh, that's one of my top yeah. favorites. I I gave the art in that five stars because it was beautiful. Like, that's my goals. That's I my did, goals. I gave it I gave it five stars for the art too. I was just like, what is the context of this? Like, I wanted to know. Like, I did like a second yeah. chance. I, I felt like it wasn't set up quite as well as I wanted it to, but like for sure, I gave the art five too. Yeah, I didn't feel like I needed a lot of setup. Yeah, I didn't feel like I needed a lot of setup. This is kind of like, this is very much like, oh, this is just the smut and it's cool. But I also like, I loved it when in a story they were like, whoo, I'm going to take a breather. (laughs) I'm going to need to, 
uh, we'll take care of me later. I'm too tired or I'm sleepy. <laughs> like in a pinch of rosemary, they immediately just fall asleep, like like on the couch, just like blanket over them. They're just like naked, sweaty. We're going to sleep now because we're tired. And I'm like, can relate. <laughs> um, so on the, I guess on the flip side, then we've talked about all the ones that we really liked. Uh, was what? Which ones do you feel like, you know, did it really do it for you? And 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 why? What was it that? What was it about the story that you were like, okay, this one's not gonna go on my top list or whatever? So um, I had two two stories that I gave one star um, across the board like story, art, and spice. Um, and that was Fiedina, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it, and Queen of Spades. Um, and they were like one after the other too. So I was like, what is happening? Like, did we reach like that point in the book? But then it like immediately um, perked up with Charming the Witch, which was so funny. Um, yeah, they were just... Um, so for Fee, Yudina, uh, my comment was I skimmed a lot of this. Um, I just like got lost in the story. There was like too much happening and I didn't know. I was always getting confused as to like which character was like who and like are we like in the past or are we in the present? There was just like a lot going on um, that I think maybe if it had been like a longer format would have would have been fine, but it just was like compacted into the story and I thought it was just very convoluted and so it didn't let me really get into the story um and then Queen of Spades I barely remember it um I wrote down that it was too short and not enough story but I wouldn't even be able to tell you what that means because it, it really must have been that short because I remember nothing about it yeah, Queen of Spades is one of those for me as well. I think the art was was beautiful. I think it's actually one of like the the cleanest. Wait, I'm looking it up now. The cleanest uh, art, but um, but there wasn't enough. Like there wasn't enough story, and there wasn't enough smut. Like she gets fingered in the hallway. That's it. And I'm like, wait. Oh what? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, yeah, I didn't know what was going on. Um, and I also I just I did not like that art. Um, it just would not like if I was in a store. And I picked it up and flipped it up. I would have been like, mm, not, not for me. For and that's obviously like a super personal subjective mm -hmm. thing. Um, but yeah, no. Yeah, those those were the two. What about you, Tash? Um, so honestly, similarly, because with Fiadina, again, my like hurdle with this was I was looking at it on my phone. And so I had a really hard time reading any of the content because it was so small and it was like very long i didn't like the art style it was just so much like stark use of color across like pains and pains and pains and pains like it just didn't feel very detailed to me and i'm sure like there's plenty of people who will fully appreciate the design of it a lot but for me it just like the use of those colors just like i wasn't into it and i had no idea what was going on in the story like i can give you no summary of what happened at all because it was just so hard to follow that I gave up I didn't I didn't even try to finish it like it would probably be really different if I tried to read it in like an actual print um <laughs> no because I read it on my huge like desktop like I it was 
bigger than it would have been on the book. And I was still confused. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I don't think the size for that one in particular is what got to you. Yeah. Because it's just, it's also like with this kind of format, you kind of have to like strike a balance between the context and the story and like the execution of it all. And I think like for such a short medium, like I think it feels like that's the kind of story you have to tell in a full graphic novel versus a short that fits in an anthology. Like the tone of it was just completely different from all the other stories. And again, it just felt like I was completely lost. I didn't know what was going on. Like, um, so I, I, you know, unfortunately it just, I couldn't get into it. Um, Queen of Spades, again, it was just kind of like, meh, I, Mazel Tov the, for, you know, the hookup culture that, you know, I guess the main characters achieved. I was just, you know, I'm like, why do you know each other? Why are you into this? You know, this feels, your hands aren't clean. I don't trust this, this at all. So I like wasn't into that. Um, I thought the art was kind of cool, but it just, I wasn't super into it either. And then I actually wasn't really into the story of Charming the Witch either. Like just because I thought, I thought it was funny. It just made me laugh. And so I didn't rate it quite as low. I I wasn't into it. I think just because because it's like this dumb looking prince guy just like shows up. And to me, it's like, why are you wasting your time with this guy? And then at the end, her being like, huh, I did. I like I did. She's right there. I actually do have her. I'm like, all right. So now you're just like, I know jokingly, but it's like, well, you know, the old woman doesn't always have to be the witch. Like what? Come on. Um, so then that like twist at the end i was like well i don't think that this is as funny as they thought it was gonna be at least just to me yeah the humor um, did, didn't work for you it got a ha out of me i went ha <laughs> get out of here he looks like a fucking 19 year old uh, that guy. um so that one just like wasn't as funny to me as as i guess i thought it could have been um those were like the three i think that just had the lowest like impact on me with regards to story. Oh, also, I wasn't super into persistent visions. I was like trying to understand what was going. I'm like, is this a ghost? I didn't understand if it was a ghost or not. And then at the end, the guy shows up and I'm like, wait. Yeah, you know what? I, I didn't mention that one because I rated the art kind of high, but I yeah. did give it one star for story. And I literally wrote, are these sexy hallucinations? Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's how I took it. That's how I took it. But I, uh, okay. Well, but I was confused wait, because then in the end, the guy shows up. So yeah, like, that's what confused me too. <laughs> I, I thought, I was like, are you having a fantasy about someone you don't have a relationship with? And then the guy shows up and they do hug. And then I'm and like, I thought maybe it was like magic. Like he was able to like send a sexy version illusion of himself to his part you know what i mean like oh the while we sit there while i'm away kind of but i yeah i was i was confused i gave I that had, one first i had first all those questions and then it was like when it gets to the end and the character shows up then it's like i had a vibe for a second of like is this a much older dude having like fantasies about a super young looking guy? It wasn't a, it wasn't like a one star, but which one also was like, eh, that, that like overtime one, mandatory overtime with one. The rope, with the rope play? Yeah. Yeah. With the, like, I was, I was into the one. rope play, but like, I was confused as to like what was going on, like in the actual story. I think it's just, it was people who worked with each other and had like were into each other but hadn't said anything to each other because they work with each other and then it was like revealed 
that the guy's into rope play and then the other yeah. characters into rope play too. And yeah. It's like, okay, yeah. we're into this together. Yeah, I wasn't like super into that one either. It was like two stars. All right, my turn. Okay. So, so okay. I for the ones that honestly didn't do it for me, but I also have comments on the ones that you you guys were were talking about. So blah 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 blah. blah, blah. The ones that honestly I didn't I didn't enjoy, I, and I want to say like I enjoyed all of them up to a certain point, but I wasn't like I was left cold. You know, I was like whatever. You know, was well Queen of Spades. Yes, that's one of them. I just didn't get enough of like the setup, you know, was she like a private detective? Was she like a spy? Oh, you know, the spy is being spied on. And I just, it was just- Oh, I didn't even get that. I just thought they were- Yeah, cause she was like, oh, she was watching me. Like I was watching her. Yeah, then, like in like a club, like, oh, do you Yeah, know? I thought that, you know, I could, I tried to give it, I tried to give it something. You added, yes. But uh, it didn't, it still didn't work for me. So Queen of Spades just, it just didn't do anything. It was gone, it was very quick. It was like, oh, I thought this clip was going to be 20 minutes long. And it's just like one minute. I've been scammed. Um, the other story that I was just like, ugh, was William Mason and the man on a mission. I, that story made me tired. That was the, the one with the, the musician. guy. Mm -hmm. I thought it was spicy wise, art wise. Yeah. It was fine. I truly was like, I don't care. Like I was, I don't know what it was about the story that I was just like, Okay. <laughs> Turn the page and and continued on with the rest of my life. Moving on to Rivals, which was for me, I was like, I have arrived. Like I've been waiting this entire anthology for this kind of story, and uh, it delivered. Um, I knew that um, Fee Yadana was gonna be like a hard story to read. I I was kind of like thinking like, okay, which stories like will Drea like? You know, as I'm reading, I'm like, oh, I bet she like this one. Um. But uh, I knew that this was going to be a tough one. I think that I also had a hard time like following the story. I had a hard time like stomaching the art. It's very graphic, like in a not not in a uh, not in a way that like caters to my my personal taste. Like I am not like a big fan of like very hardcore graphic looking sex. You know, despite this being a, a an anthology, an erotic anthology, but there's like a line where. You know, there's just like I maybe not a, the biggest fan of like anal fisting. You know, maybe that's just me. Um, but I did feel and I did feel like, well, I didn't I didn't get it. I however, and this is not to say that you guys should have done this, but I didn't want to give up on the story because I think precisely because it was a, such a serious tone. I don't think it necessarily fit in well with the rest of the stories here. Because I think it was too it was too political and religious. It was. Which, again, I think it could have been its own thing, but all mm -hmm. the other stories didn't bring in that kind of like real life. Yeah. I did read it a couple of times and ultimately it wasn't my favorite, but it definitely wasn't the worst thing I've read. When I read it a couple of times and I was able to kind of more or less like plot out what was happening and the end was very impactful to me. Like I remember the first time I read it, I like paused and I was like, holy shit, what the fuck? what i was i was i blinked a couple of times and was like wait a minute okay let's start and i just went back and i read it again i read it a couple of times and i think that um it's one of those things where like i, I get what was happening i just don't think execution wise execution wise it's it's mm -hmm. good and it's one of those things that i wanted to discuss because a lot of a lot of times especially when you're like some people who are queer are not in 
not out of the closet or like in a culture religion that doesn't allow them to be, you know, allow them to be like the, their, at their fullest potential. It's very sad. I think it's, yeah. I think what it is, it's just very sad. And it's very much like, fuck. <laughs> I think it's just like- Very heavy, very story, heavy. The other stories were such like a celebration of like the sex these people were having at this age. And then like this story is just like, here's my lifetime of not being able to enjoy the kinds of relationships I want. And that, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, it wasn't even just like sad in the moment. It was like, here's my lifetime of sadness. And like, there's, I would definitely read like a graphic novel like that, but I think it just, yeah, it it was like the odd one out in this, in this collection. I do think, I don't, I do think that it was sad and I, but I don't think it was like a, I think it's an important story to tell. Yeah. I think it's important because like I said, a lot of people don't come out until they're much older and they don't, they're like, I, I'm done. I'm done. I've lived my entire life, like denying myself who I actually am. And so now I want to like enjoy these things. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that means just like, even with like mandatory overtime, I think it's like indulging in like kinky shit that you've never would have yeah. tried before because you're like you know you feel like shame like i shouldn't be doing this stuff i only want to do like this book is giving me a headache now so okay take it off take it off (laughs) (laughs) thank you for thank you for holding out for so long appreciate you um but but yeah those i I did want to talk about at least those two that kind of got brought up because i agree it wasn't the easiest read i just i didn't want to give up on it because i'm like okay this one's a sad one but it's kind of important and then Persistent visions, it was all right. It was okay. I didn't understand what was happening. I kind of attributed to like magical realism or whatever. Like it has happened to me where I've had like a a flash of like pleasure imagining like my lover, you know, or like imagining things that I have done with like partners in the past. Like I've definitely experienced like intense things sometimes like waking up like in like a, like a dream about that. But um. Yeah, I, think, I don't think this- I think the confusing thing about this one though was that it'd be like, oh, I'm gonna work on my art over here, and then it's like, ooh, you're behind me right yeah. now. Yeah. So it was like, yeah. you know what I mean? I think if it had just been him in bed, it would have been like a different vibe. Yeah. But I was like, this yeah. I just was like, oh, there's like some magical realism happening here. Just go with it. <laughs> Let's see, what other questions do I have here? What did you want to see more of? Like if you could add one more story, like if you want to take out the one that you didn't like and you want to add a story of your own, what would that story definitely have? Like, did you have any story ideas as you're reading this as well? Did that yes. come into your mind? Um, and an elderly horse ranch owner. <laughs> horse. <laughs> like um, like uh, like the the horse whisperer, you know, like the the female version of Robert Redford. That's oh my the god, the horse whisperer, but they actually get together. Yeah, and yeah. and like she's not young. It's just like yeah, like uh, anyway, yeah, like two two grandmas. One owns the ranch. Yes. Why were there no horses? So no, more horses. Something about a horse. <laughs> Got it. Um, or just like just like I feel like these were all very um. With the exception of the rivals one, I think these were all like very inside stories. You know, like where's where's my farmer? Where's my ranch hand? Where's where's my park ranger? You know, like <laughs> where where are these ladies like working outside in the land? You know, that I would have wanted more of that. 
What about you, Tishai? Did you, is there something that you felt like you wanted more of, or did you get any ideas uh, as you were reading or whatever? I don't think that I got any ideas necessarily. I think there's a lot of stories that would be fun to see, like, especially just because we played the Brindlewood game, it would be seeing like someone who's like maybe in the theater or participates in like theatrics and performance or something and maybe like presents themselves like much younger on a stage or on a screen. And then you see when they get home and they take off all the makeup and they take off the wigs and they like come home to a partner and, and are like accepted for what they look like. Cause you know, we were commenting on, um, I guess like Hollywood's expectation of what age looks like when you get older. And it's like, um, like, yeah, I have a lot of, pro I have a lot of products here just cause I like fear aging as like an idea of, of mortality, but as like a current thing, like I, I have people commenting all the time on like looking younger than I am. And so it's like, I wonder when, like, I wonder about stories about people who, who that stops being a thing, you know, like once that stops, like, what does that feel like? And I think those are stories that are also worth telling, like the, the transition into aging. And like, I think just women or like female presenting individuals that like transition into what is considered age, like an older age. I think those were sto are stories that I think are interesting and like could be something fun to read about with regards to like romance and sex and also just like self-love when you reach that I get what you're saying. So like what like like people who are like starting menopause or like starting to go gray. Right? Yeah. So like in that like that reckoning, that like reckoning of like I am now in this like phase where I will no longer be able to pretend to be something or like get away Ask with as something. a young person. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Once you start being perceived in this age group, I think that's like a really big change and so i think not necessarily even like sex stories or romance stories i think that is a conversation that's really interesting and really useful to like be having and then the impact that has on someone's like perception and acceptance and participation in sex and sexuality and that kind of stuff um so again very rambly answer that probably didn't answer your question but not to shy i'm here for it write the story yeah. i want to read write it. it write it write it uh, some things that I kind of wanted to see more of. I feel like the body representation and the queer representation was on point. I would have like appreciated even like a disabled character, like somebody who didn't have mm -hmm. like as much mobility. A lot of them are like that ah, with the chore. Don't you dare break my hip doing that. <laughs> but um, but I, I think that you know mobility is an issue in some people, and it would have been it would have been interesting to just kind of see that depicted. Um, so my last question is like an introspective one. It says, what do you imagine or hope that your uh, love life will look like when you're an elder queer? Like, uh, is it going to look like the chore? Is it going to look like something like that? <laughs> is it going to look more like what dog? Like, you know, what do you, what are you, what are you hoping for? Um, I am hoping for, yeah, no, I'm definitely hoping for a pinch of rosemary type situation where like my neighbor comes over and like rails me. That's 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 okay with me. That's okay with me. 
but that's a serious answer. <laughs> the way you're both looking at me. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, that was what I was expecting you to say. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, I'm not going to say like, oh, I develop magic powers and like have magic sex with my ultimate rival. That would be what I would actually want. But okay, uh, so I, I don't think the ultimate version be that you meet yourself from a different timeline and you bang yourself. That's also acceptable. I I don't think that mine would be like anything like any of these stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do hope that by the time I am that age, I have written and published multiple romances. And so what happens is like people have like people are imagining the romancing the reverend story like with me like I'm their like author crush they're like oh my god I wish like I was inserts themselves into like my story and it's like cut and paste my face like that's what I want people to be like hmm that author like that's that's my author crush like that's that's how I think it'll go That's cute. <laughs> Technically, I think you're already people's like author crushes. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say that you're not. I haven't seen evidence of the contrary. Just saying. What about you, Tash? Do you have any hopes and dreams? I think my main hope for the future is that I will be in a place. Even in the near future, my hope for myself is to like get to a better place with like an understanding of like my body, what I want, like what I need for myself, like an appreciation for what my body's capable of and also just like an evolution in in what I'm capable of doing and like what brings me pleasure and what brings me joy and just like continuing to grow. And then as I grow, maybe like finally, you know, casting aside some of the hangups that were a, a, a result of the kind of like world we've grown up in. Like I would hope in the future, no one grows up feeling as like uncomfortable in their bodies as like we've grown up and are able to just like explore and experience just like romantic and friend love and like sexual love in ways that like bring them happiness. And as long as you're not hurting anybody, everyone can just like, you know, have a, have a fun time. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt yourself. Don't hurt anybody, but don't hurt yourself. I mean, just, yes. just test your limits by all means. But everything to shy said. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good hope and dream to have, and I hope that it happens for all of us. That that just about wraps up our discussion. I don't have any more questions. I think that's a good. That's a good place to leave this. Um, thank you so much, you guys, for like reading this with me discussing it with me, doing like the PowerPoint, um, sorry, Canva presentation, Woo! showing my age now. Save it on a floppy disk. <laughs> yeah, what else are you guys uh, reading? Are you, what are you reading? Um, I, well, you know, April is poetry month. Um, so I am reading Content Warning Everything um, by Emezi, which is the first poetry collection by Emezi who is one of my favorite authors of all time and is really, I mean, I know lots of people write across genres and audiences, but (laughs) I haven't quite seen someone do it like they do where they've like written an adult romance and two YAs and then some like literary fiction and then a memoir that's also like 
written in letters and then now a poetry collection and it's like wow is there anything you cannot do nice also i just finished this horse book and it was amazing (laughs) horse country yeah this is i don't know if anybody else read horse books as a kid but this is forever my favorite horse girl drea yeah and this is like like latina main character written by a latina author who grew up in South America and moved to the U.S. as an adult, which just brings a different perspective, you know? I started this one yesterday. Black Love Matters, real talk on romance being seen and happily ever afters. Um, And it's about Black representation in books, publishing, period. It's, It's excellent. It's very good. I've only got a little bit into it, but the first three essays that I've written, including the introduction. The introduction was so good. Like, it, when when does that even happen? When an introduction to a book is good and you don't skip right over it. So I made sure to read it. And then I picked this one up yesterday. Silk and Steel! Uh, and this is a queer speculative adventure anthology. <laughs> because I read within my tastes quite often. I'm still working my way through the One Panic Attacks book. I think I got to, like, chapter five. Um, I told Chris the other day she checked in when I landed after my flights got canceled and like I was able to kind of use some of the stuff from the book to like stop myself from having an anxiety attack so already the book is like helping me quite a bit with like trying to snap myself out of like magical thinking and being like I'm gonna die on this airplane because all these terrible things keep happening from the library I borrowed Furyborn I'm about 37 percent done with Furyborn um which I like bookmarked to read. Like I ran out of holes. And so I just started going through books that I had tagged. So I started reading it as like a, oh, I like tagged this to read it. Like, let me just start reading it. Cause it's a, it's like a fantasy. I'm just, I, it took me a while to get into it because I had no context as to what the book was. I just started reading it and I was like, what is this? But now I got, now I am understanding what the point of the book is because I stupidly also just didn't read a summary before I started reading it. Well, that is our hangout uh, discussing Smut Peddler Silver. I hope that uh, you enjoyed uh, our thoughts and our feelings and all of our, all the things that came up while we were reading this. And I hope that um, if this sounds, if this sounds like something you'd be into, I hope that you uh, pick it up and uh, get some, um, silver fox action in your life um we will get back together later for uh yeah we're gonna cocoon back into youth for the young adult social media adventure is it an adventure i don't know drama dramedy social media dramedy drama Uh, until then bye thank you for hanging out with us you can support only lovers book club by dropping some change in our tip jar and buying some books with our bookshop link. You can find us on Instagram at Only Lovers Book Club, and from there, find our individual accounts and projects. Feel free to favorite or rate us if that's an option for you, but always make sure to like and subscribe and turn on your notifications so you never miss an episode.